Good morning. Welcome to the Phil DeWitt Weekly Podcast, where we cover the latest in commercial real estate news. Today is Monday, January 31st, and we will start our coverage in the Washington metropolitan region. New Jersey-based company Melrose Solomon Enterprises has acquired two office buildings in Kingstown, Virginia for nearly $13 million. Totaling 66,000 square feet, the buildings are 93% leased. The seller was represented by Chip Bryan and Matt Weber of Avison Young. Financing was arranged by John Goldstein, Mike Yavinsky, and Wes Boatwright of Avison Young. DC sports owner Monumental Sports and Entertainment is opening a 14,000-square-foot eSports facility in Gallery Place, DC. The facility will be named District E, powered by Ticketmaster. The venue will have a competition studio and a food court that could host 150-plus people. There will also be a practice facility and streaming hubs for the city's two eSport teams, Caps Gaming and Wizards District Gaming. It is said that Monumental Sports invested several million dollars into this facility. A large residential project has been proposed for the site of the former Marriott Wardman Park Hotel in the Woodley Park neighborhood of D.C. A concept review has been applied for by the Carmel Partners affiliated developer. The plans, designed by Shalom Barnes Associates, calls for replacing the vacant hotel with structures that would provide 900 residential units. The drawings also illustrate two acres of open space. The development would incorporate the existing one-story arcade that previously connected to the hotel. UIP and Churchill Living have acquired the Millennium, a 300-unit community in Arlington, Virginia, from Clarion Partners. UIP raised $78 million for the purchase, portions of which were raised via crowdfunding platform CrowdStreet. Founding principal of UIP, Steve Schwatt, states that they have plans to perform $9 million in renovations of the property. They plan on upgrading the units with Bluetooth-enabled lighting in spa-like bathrooms, tiled backsplash walls, electric roller blinds, improved kitchens, and more. New York-based Blackstone Real Estate Income Trust, or BREIT, has acquired Resource REIT. In this deal, Blackstone will acquire all outstanding shares of Resource REIT's common stock at a price of $14.75 per share, and they will assume all debt. This translates to a total transaction value of $3.7 billion. Global One Real Estate Fund has announced their acquisition of Evergreen Gardens, a 357-unit multifamily complex in the Bronx. The properties will be managed by Nelson Management Group, its affiliated company. The New York City Housing Development Corporation provided nearly $24 million in financing for the acquisition. Capital Square 1031 has acquired the Visa Brooklyn Apartments, a 10-story Class A mixed-use multifamily property in Jacksonville, Florida. Built in 2021, the multifamily property features 308 units and nearly 13,000 square feet of retail space. Amenities include co-working and meeting space, heated saltwater pool, rooftop beer garden, gaming area, and coffee bar. Seattle-based multifamily developer Vibrant Cities has announced that Ming Feng has been appointed president of the company. She previously served as the company's CFO. Feng recently helped secure over $400 million in financing for upcoming projects. She was also named Business Journal's Dealmaker of the Year. Four United Development Funding executives of Grapevine, Texas were convicted Friday on 10 counts, including securities fraud, conspiracy to commit securities fraud, and wire fraud, affecting a financial institution. Each executive faces up to 25 years in federal prison. Separately, 
Federal investigators plan to seize more than $6 million generated by the sale of a commercial real estate property in Dallas. Separately, federal investigators plan to seize more than $6 million generated by the sale of a commercial real estate property in Dallas. The Department of Justice alleges the former CompuCom Systems building on Forest Lane was purchased using embezzled funds from Privat Bank, a Ukrainian bank tied to a criminal investigation. Well, this concludes the end of this week's podcast. We hope we have kept you up to date on what's going on in the industry. If you have enjoyed this program, be sure to share it with your colleagues and friends. In the event that you have any questions, comments, tips, or inquiries related to our program, you may email us at news at filledthewit.com. That is news at P-H-I-L-D-A-W-I-T.com. We thank you for listening, and we wish you a productive week. Talk to you soon.